Blog Talk Radio. This is the Naked Talk with Alex Okoji. It's all about straight talk with some of the biggest global icons, leaders, entertainers, motivational speakers, authors, life coaches, relationship experts, social advocates, and extraordinary friends as they strip themselves their experiences, and share their unfiltered thoughts about life issues. I believe in stripping the lies and empowering the mind through the freedom of expression. I'm unapologetic about being open, so I motivate my guests to tell it like it is, and help my listeners build a presence of mind while finding their voice. So it's all about the best in authentic conversations, with real people about real life experiences. So let's keep it unfiltered, unscripted, uncensored, and uncut. You're welcome to today's episode. And yes, my name is Alex Okorji, and I'm broadcasting live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, the heart of Africa. And yay! I'm very excited to be back here on another Talk Wednesday. And guess what, people? Yes, this is our anniversary week, so I'm very, very excited for so, so many reasons. And yes, I've missed you guys, you know. Um, well, let's see what's going on. Oh, there's so much happening this week. I mean, we're definitely celebrating one year on the show tomorrow. But, of course, our on-air parties on Fridays on Friday Radio Special, and I cannot wait to come back here on Friday Radio Special with 16, not one, not two, not five, not ten, but 16 influential guests from seven different countries from around the world. And, yes, we're going to be partying. Yay. So, guys, what's happening? Um, you know you know how it is. I'm always excited to come back here and have very meaningful conversations. And, you know, this year we've had so many amazing, amazing and, you know, enlightening, very enlightening and empowering conversations. And that's what we're 
celebrating. You know, we're celebrating that as well as 2.4 million listens. Yeah, in just one year. So, you know, it's it's been awesome, you know, just all the feedback. Um, I get all your emails, guys. I mean, you send me emails with suggestions, contributions. You know, you, you have so much to say. Thank you so much. I try to reply the messages I get. I can't reply everything, but I just want to let you know that I get them. I love them, and I appreciate I appreciate each and every one of you who send me an email. Um, yeah, and don't forget, yes, we're syndicating on all your favorite internet radio platforms, so you have no reason whatsoever to miss a single episode. So yes, if you miss a live broadcast, don't forget you can always come back here on the radio channel and listen to the archive show. Or of course, you can catch us on iTunes. Yes, we're syndicating on iTunes as well, and you can catch us on Stitcher. And tune in radio, and don't forget to leave a review. Yes, make sure you like, leave a review, share, make a comment, let people know. Keep sharing. Don't forget to share um, our amazing podcast and all the amazing conversations we have right here on the Naked Talk Radio. Uh, yeah, with Alex Gurdjie. And uh, so, what's happening, guys? Ah, yeah, my book, The Naked Truth, is still out and it's still selling. And you have no reason whatsoever why you haven't gotten a copy if you haven't read a copy. And, yes, not only is it available worldwide um, on Amazon, um, Bands & Nobles, iBooks, Smashwords, Lulu, PayHeap. You can get it at the Okada Bookstore here in Nigeria. Or you can even get it on my official website from where, whichever country you're in. Just go to www.alexacurity.me, and, yes, you can get a copy of my book. And guess what? It's also available in several online libraries. So yes, you can get you know you can actually download a copy of my book at the script library, and of course you can also get it at Overdrive. Yes, you can get it at Overdrive.com. You know, just check out whichever Overdrive library is your favorite library, and my book is available in all the Overdrive libraries in 40 countries, and I'm very excited. So uh, yeah, what's happening? Well, this episode of the Naked Talk TNT 39 is brought to you by our friends at Evolution Magazine. Evolution Magazine is all about bringing to you the hair side of life. And yes, they give your hair a voice. And you can find them at www.evolutionmagazine.com. And of course, our friends at the Tony Okoji Store. It's all about the A class intellectual property, books, movies, uh, music, whatnot, and top notch events. And of course, you can find them at www.tonyokoji.com. And let's not forget our friends at QTV Entertainment and Events. Yes, it's all about the top, you know, the, one of the biggest um, um, in um, entertainment and packaging and production. And, of course, they're, you know, this time partnering with the uh, Hip Hop Awards and they're, you know, producing the show for this, uh, for this year. So uh, don't forget you can catch uh, QTV um, Entertainment and Events at www.qtvevents.com. Oh, God, it's always a mouthful. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, you know, today on this show, we're definitely going to be talking about uh, some really, really deep issues. And um, we're talking about defending the rights of fathers in a society with my guest. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk lately about men being victims of abuse and how these uh, battered men flee their abusive relationships and marriages, leaving the children behind because. These men are terrified of the problems involved in acquiring custody, especially in countries like India, in which they have, you know, every right to, because the family law system is filled with gender bias, 
against fathers. Now, some say that the society proudly refuses to help battered men because the current victim support system seeks to alienate them from their children and causes more harm to these men who have become silent victims and sufferers as they are mostly treated as visitors in the lives of their own children. And I'm very, very excited, you know, to basically, you know, chat with my guest. Uh, he's a well, you know, well-respected Indian um, advocate, uh, if, I, if I would say so. Um, first of all, he's, you know, he's an Indian men's advocate, and he's also the national head father's right wing of uh, SIFF, I like to say, uh, Save Indian Family Foundation, and also a citizen journalist. Uh, Rohit Gadar, and I can't wait to, you know, chat with him, his life all the way from India, and, um, you know, it'll be nice to just basically discuss the concerns of this, you know, this battered man and uh, the perceived gender bias in the Indian family court system, as well as in society. Hi, Rohit, hi. Are you there? Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? I hear you, even though you're a little bit. Uh, but first of all, you know what? Let me say welcome to the Naked Talk with Alex Okoroji. Um, I'm very excited to have you here on the show. First of all, I need to say, you know, thank you so much for doing this because I know that you're live all the way in India and it's about 2.30 a.m. in India right now. Right. Is that correct? That's correct. Right. <laughs> But that, you know, it just really goes to show how passionate you are about your cause. I mean, for you to be willing to do this, I know you're not just doing this for yourself, but you're doing this on behalf of the many, you know, fathers that you represent. And that just goes to show how important, you know, this is to you in terms of the cause that you're fighting for. So um, thank you so much. But how are you? How are you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm doing great, uh, Alex. Uh, first of all, I would like to congratulate you guys for completing the entire year for this wonderful show. And uh, I wish Thank you luck for uh, your future upcoming shows. And I, and I wish that you guys continue doing a great job. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. This really means a lot to us. Thank you very much. Um, thank sure. you so much for it. Okay, you know what? Let's get to, to, let's get into today's conversation. Uh, but just before we get into the conversation, um, you know, for, um, for those who are listening uh, from around the world, don't forget you can be part of this conversation. Um, this is interactive, and of course, we want to get everybody's input if you're listening. Um, the number to call in is 215-383-3766. Make sure you press one, um, plus one, sorry, plus one, 215-383-3766 if you're calling from outside the U.S. If you're calling from within the United States, don't forget to dial as a local number. If you're calling from outside the U.S., make sure you add plus one, 215-383-3766, and make sure to use your hand-raising effect, press one. Once you dial, press one so we know that you want to join the conversation, that you're not just listening, that you want to talk, and we'll definitely get you into the conversation. You know, and you can also use the in-studio chat room, or you can leave a message in the chat room, and, of course, your contributions will be read live on the show. Um, Rohit, hi. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, Alex, I can. Okay, okay. You know what? I mean, I did, you know, try to introduce you a little bit, and I know I may not be able to do a very fantastic job of it, um, but you know, just for the sake of those who are listening from around the world, some of who may not have, you know, come across your work or what you do, um, how would you describe yourself? Who would you say Ruth Goddard is? I need to be 
careful. I hope I'm pronouncing your last name correctly. That's Gedda. What? Gedda. That's correct. You can you can call me okay. that would be perfectly fine. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, so you know, you know, some people are very particular about how their names are. And I'm African, so I want to make sure that I'm not, um, you know, mispronouncing it. Uh, I think we had a caller on the show. This is a bit weird. This is early in the day, even though it's an anonymous call. Just hold on one second. This is before we join the conversation. Let me just uh, find out. Okay. Oh, we lost our caller. Okay, I think we lost our caller. Um, okay, so you know, how would you describe yourself? Who would you say Roy Skidar is? Okay. Uh, well, Rohit uh, Yadar, uh, I started off with, uh, with the Save Indian Family Foundation like three years back when I okay. myself uh, got into this uh, matrimonial mess and uh, I uh, I was facing all these uh, cases uh, and I have a daughter uh, of three years old which I have not seen for almost three years now again. Uh, uh, thankful, oh, wow. I'm thankful to the indifferent judiciary that we have in India. And uh, Save Indian Family Foundation is a non-government organization uh, who recognizes the serious effect of parental alienation on children due to single parent okay. families on account of divorce or separation. And uh, okay. our, our aim and objectives are based on research findings worldwide uh, which indicates that children do best when both parents are actively involved in their lives, even after separation or divorce. And uh, okay. well, we, we believe that uh, even if parents are getting divorced, uh, children have access to both parents simultaneously. Mm. Mm. And that's true. Okay. And I agree with you. I agree with you because I always say this, that you can always stop being a husband or a wife or a boyfriend or a girlfriend, but you can never really stop being a parent. That's just one, you know, relationship that's going to be there forever. You can't stop being a parent to your children or your child. You can only be, you know, you can stop being a husband or a wife, but you can never stop being a parent. So that kind of makes a lot of sense. Um, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, 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 yes I'm okay, here. fine. Okay, yeah, you sound better now. You sound a little funny before now. It sounds way better. Okay, I think we have a call on the line, but hey, if you're calling in, don't forget to use your hand raising effect. Press 1 so we know that you want to speak and we can get you into the conversation. Oh, we'll just assume that you're listening. Um, okay, so that makes a lot of sense. So let me ask you. Now, you're the national head of um, the fighters uh, right wing of the SIFF, and you just explained, mm-hmm. you know, what the responsibilities of saving your foundation is. But just out of curiosity, let me ask you this. Is there a mother's wing or a mother's for sa- wing? For a Save Indian Family Foundation? Yes. I mean, because when you say Save okay. Indian Family, I assume that it's a family, you know, so <laughs> is this a just, you know, I'm just saying that this is out of curiosity. So, and then they say Save Indian Families, you know, Family Fathers, sorry, Indian Family Foundation. You're thinking, and then there's a father's right wing. I'm assuming, I'm just out of here. Is there a mother's wing or a mother's left wing? <laughs> okay. I know it's the person, but I'm just asking. No, that's perfectly fine. Uh, see, Alex, what, uh, the name is Save Indian Family Foundation. However, uh, this foundation works specifically for men and fathers. Okay. Okay. And, okay. Uh, and we, do have, uh, we do have a separate uh, uh, NGO uh, 
mother-in-laws and sister-in-laws because uh, okay. when you when you talk about indian judiciary or indian system uh, they are specifically uh, biased towards uh, young women who are recently married or say within the age range of 25 okay. to 40 so we have a specific bias uh, to uh, when it comes to mother-in-laws and sisters, and when it comes to men and children, they do not have any protection. So, basically, we are into men's rights and mother-in-laws protection okay. for them. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I know that in the beginning of this conversation, trying to describe yourself, you did say that you, I mean, you have a daughter and she's been separated from her for a long time. And I was going to mm-hmm. ask, you know, why exactly, I, I mean, I, I do have an idea, but just for the sake of those listening, um, do you kind of want to recap, like, your personal, because I want to believe that, you know, it's your personal experience that you've had that probably prompted you, probably you to, you know, getting into advocacy for, you know, for men. Now, do you want to, like, share a little bit more of this personal experience that you had? Because I know that there are probably quite a lot of people who are probably listening to this who might be going through the same thing that you went through and just don't know what to do. So what exactly was it? What was the situation like that kind of, you know, prompted you to um, become part of, you know, the Save Indian Foundation, Family Foundation? Okay. Um, Well, was like uh, almost three, three and a half years back on 26th of March to 2012 when I got married. And uh, the uh, problems initiated from the very beginning wherein uh, my uh, wife, uh, she was uh, not willing to stay with my own family. Like I'm the only son of my parents. I have a 72-year-old father and a 65-year-old mother. And she was not willing to uh, live with my parents, and she said that I should uh, uh, abandon them and uh, start living with her uh, in a place which is near to her parents. And uh, while I try to while I try to convince her that if 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 your parents need your support, then my parents again are aged, and they would also need my support as well. They would need me. Uh, right mm-hmm. beside them, and uh, sure. the 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 argument went on on and on and on, and this was the only reason why she is not with me today after four years. And uh, my daughter was born at her parental place itself uh, back in uh, 2013, February 2013. She will be turning three uh, in a couple of months now, and uh, wow. When when I uh, I was informed of her birth after a week's time, she she was born on 19th of February, and I was informed that I have a baby girl, which was born on 19th of February, and this information was provided to me on say, the 25th of February, after a week's time, and uh, uh, apart from that, uh, she also she, my wife. I'm talking about my wife. She also filed uh, various cases. We have a. Uh, uh, IPC Indian Penal Code Section 498A, which pertains to dowry complaints, and uh, she mm-hmm. filed a false dowry complaint against me and my family members, 
wherein she accused me, my father, my mother, my three sisters, three brother-in-laws, and one of my niece who was, who was 17 at that time. And uh, uh, when I was all into all sort of problems, all sort of mess, I tried searching for uh, some help over the internet. And I got through to this uh, Save Indian Family Foundation website wherein I met with these people, uh, like-minded people who were uh, helping uh, men who were suffering due to all those false cases, who were alienated from their kids, and uh, who were paying for their child support but were not able to, were, were not allowed to meet their kids. And that is uh, wow. when my journey with the Save Indian Family Foundation started back in 2013. Oh wow! I'm so sorry about that, though. So, um, for, oh. from 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 what I hear, I mean, you've had a very personal, really, really rather personal um, experience with um, what's going on. But let me ask you um, this again: that you know, I have to be very clear about this. This is section 498A. What is mm-hmm. this, what is this this dowry lord? Again, I'm trying to understand this because again, there are lots of people who are listening from around Correct. the world, from Africa, you know, who probably don't really understand, may not even experience some of this thing. Um, what is this section 498A, this dowry law? What is what exactly is this, what does this law entail? What does it contain? Okay, uh, Indian Penal Code, the laws that we have in India. Uh, we have a specific mm-hmm. section called 498A that is anti-dowry law, which clearly okay. states uh, giving and taking of dowry, both giving and taking, are prohibited under okay. the law, and they are punishable okay. offenses. Now, what happens okay. here is this law was brought into uh, picture in back in 1983, and uh, it mm-hmm. was uh, introduced to make sure that no woman is um, uh, harassed or uh, uh, burnt out of uh, uh, due to dowry. Now. It was introduced to safeguard women from dowry thing, but slowly and gradually what happened is women are using these these laws as uh, uh, hello. Yeah, I can hear you. They're using these laws as what means of extortion or okay. Yeah, they are using it as a law, as tools of extortion, and rather than using it as a shield, they are using it them as weapons. Because 498A uh, registered against the family, against the accused person prima facie. That means whatever women say is taken on the face value, and it is judged as correct, and the entire family is booked under this section, which has an imprisonment of seven years. Okay, so I need to I need to you know just go back a little bit so I can understand it. I watch a lot of Indian movies by the way, but I just want to catch you know this. Let me this dowry law meaning that okay, first of all, who pays for this? Who pays this dowry initially? You know who pays this dowry? The woman pays the dowry or the man pays the dowry? It the system is very old. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, the dowry is. I hear you. The dowry thing is uh, brought into picture because it, it very and uh, long time back it was stated that women are paying dowry to men 
to okay. get married. Okay. However, okay. that is not true. However, that is not okay. true. It is not dowry. It is uh, the part of uh, women's uh, part of the property that a father gives to her daughter as gifts in the mm -hmm. marriage. And once uh, mm -hmm. the marriage is on rock or the relationship goes sour, these uh, gift items are turned into uh, dowry thing and a false complaint mm -hmm. is made and the entire uh, husband's family is booked under this law. Okay. 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 I get that. Okay. Well, you know, Rory, um, how about we take a quick, let's take a quick commercial break. Don't go anywhere. Just stay there. Uh, let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be back. www.alexokorji.net to reserve your copy and win two VIP tickets to the book tour and match. Okay, we're back. And if you're just tuning in, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. And yes, my name is Alex and I'm broadcasting live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, the head of Africa. And um, just before I went on the commercial break, I was talking to my guest, Reed Gerdaw. Oh, God, I hope I got that correctly. And, you know, we just, you know we've been talking basically about, um, you know, defending the rights of fathers um, in the society. And, of course, um, he was just telling me about the, four, you know, the Section 498A dowry law um, in India that's kind of giving, you know, um, kind of oppressing a lot of men, if to use that word, or, you know, um, yes. And, um, you know, we've just been talking, you know, he shared a bit of his experience and just why he got into advocacy uh, and, you know, just trying to defend the rights of men in India. And, um, you know, I'm glad to be back. So, uh, hi, Rory, can you hear me? Yes, Alex, I can. Okay, okay. So, um, you know, just before we went, um, you know, on the commercial break, you were telling me quite a number of things. I think a lot of people dialed into the show. Don't forget you can part of this conversation. But, um, make sure to use your hand raising effect. Press 1. Um, if you want to speak, make sure you press 1 so I know that you're not just listening, but you actually want to call into the show, and we'll get you right into the show. Other than that, I mean, if you're calling, wherever you're calling from, don't forget to use plus 1. Okay, so we have a call on the show. Uh, let's see. There we go. Hello. 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 
Yeah, hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. You're welcome to the Naked Talk with Alex Akurji. Who's calling? Yeah, I'm able to hear hello. you. Hello. Yes. I can hear you. Who's calling? Uh, my name is Ajay. Your name is Ajay. Okay, hi. Yes. Do you... Hello. Okay. Um, I'm fine. Thank you so much for calling into the show. Um, I don't know if you've been listening to the conversation just before you called in. Do you want to contribute to say something? I want to say something. Okay, okay. So, so basically, uh, I, I I have been uh, uh, listening for a while, last uh, kind of uh, ten minutes or so, and okay. Uh, okay. it it talks about uh, the the state of uh, uh, the fathers and men in general, especially the married okay. men, and also okay. it's all about uh, the the future generation especially the boys and the and mm-hmm. the, the 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 teens teen, mm-hmm. teenager boys in this country um the the situation is in such a way that uh there has been a lot of anti male attitude especially uh taxing the the fathers and the mm-hmm. fathers just go just have a lot of, uh, you know, uh, paralysis in the sense they don't know where to go. Mm. In other words, there is absolutely no support system. And even, uh, basically, I am also a victim of all these, uh, uh, you know, the, I would call it as a very ec- extremely eccentric laws which is prevalent okay. towards men. And wow. it takes away all freedom for men and fathers. And in my personal experience, I would say my estranged wife has taken away both of my children. I would say my children, if I am a father. Yes, okay. I can say that. Towards okay. another state another state in the same country. So India has got several states, you know it. And uh, and then she wanted to transfer the case from where I am staying or where we were in the sense that as a family were staying towards another state, the third state. And in such a scenario, in a such a scenario, uh, from a state to state, any civil case transfer, she has to approach the Supreme Court, Supreme Court of India, which is the higher, higher most judicial power. And it is all about harassing a father. And believe me, I have got a boy and their daughter. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, hello, Rohit, are you there? Hi, can you hear this? Yes. Are you there? Are you listening? Yes, I'm, I'm listening, Alex. Okay. Yes, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much listening. 
What did you say? Uh, I'm I'm pretty much listening. Okay, okay. Um, you know, I kind of wanted you to weigh in on this because, um, you know, I'm a woman, but I'm, you know, I I I I find it to be um, unfair, you know, for anybody, you know, to not be a part of their children's life, right, or for anybody to be victimized or be, um, you know, victimized if for anything, you know. Yeah, be victimized in a way, yes, um, by somebody who, you know, who is supposed to have cared for you at some point or who shares a certain bond with you. But I, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to internalize all the things that are being shared. And I know people are listening from everywhere. Um, unfortunately, I'm in a country where it's a bit on the other side. Um, that being said, Maurice, I don't know if you can weigh in on words, you know, Arthur just said about his own personal experience. What is... SISS, um, uh, Save India Family Foundation, what are they doing to support or to defend the rights of some of these men who are actually being victimized by these gender-biased laws, if I may say? Okay. Well, uh, uh, I, I, I have been in touch with uh, SIFF, and uh, they have been doing a very wonderful job in the sense uh, they have been creating the awareness in the society in such a way that there has to be a right for men, boys, fathers, and also for the future generations. If, 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 if anyone let things go this way, things go here. And I, I have a boy and I don't want him to be called as a, you know, a, a, some sort of a, a dowry taker, criminal, or, or, or probably a potential, you know what, rapist. This is, this is, this is the magnitude of the, the situation. So, yeah, I mean, I uh, mean, uh, uh, you want you want to ask some question? Yes, I want Rohi to weigh in. I want my guest to weigh in on you know the conversation. I mean, I need him to, and especially as a national you know head of, I, I want him to weigh. In. So, Rohi, what do you have to say about you know? Just um, I was asking, in what terms have you know SIFS? Let me call it that. The Saving Yes Family Foundation. In what way have they been able to kind of like support? You know, or how have you all been able to support each other? Let me put it that way, because you're also going through the same thing. Um, have you been able to support yourselves and kind of like defend yourself against this gender bias laws? Exactly. What happens is in India, the the kind of laws that we have in India, separated mm-hmm. fathers are made to pay mm-hmm. happy child support amount without being able to see or meet their kids. And mm-hmm. this is uh, this is because of the indifferent attitude of Indian judiciary towards fathers in the case of matrimonial disputes. Now, uh, fathers run failure to post around the courts seeking relief mm-hmm. and justice. Mm-hmm. But for, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, there is no there is no one is listening, 
And owing to such situation, many of uh, the fathers even take an extreme step of committing suicides. So what we do as a wow. family and family foundation, when 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 uh, when a person approaches us, we give them listening mm-hmm. space. And mm-hmm. you will not find a man who would walk out uh, on sharing his uh, sorrows or his um, problems very easily. So what we do is we provide them listening spaces. We listen to their uh, uh, entire story. We guide them mm-hmm. to what they can do uh, to get to see their kids, how they can uh, mm-hmm. uh, get the minimum amount of uh, maintenance towards the women mm-hmm. because it is the women who has deserted him. Mm-hmm. And plus the third point is the lawyers. These uh, we tell uh, people not to trust lawyers blindly. We tell them to learn law on their own. We, we teach them law. We coach them on uh, different handling techniques. How do they hand, How would they handle the lawyers? How would they handle the society? How would they handle their own parents? Everything in and out. Hello. Okay. Okay. You're breaking up a little. Okay. Um, okay. But let me ask. I know that. Um, you know there is um you know this, there was the international men's day you know just passed the international men's day um was sometime in november 19th actually that's my third anniversary um which is celebrated of course in several different countries now how you know out of curiosity how did the is this a day that the save indian family foundation is this a day that you know the men of this foundation celebrate is this a day you all celebrate how did you celebrate it if at all you did celebrate you watch broke up there, Alex. If I understood you correctly, you're asking if we uh, at Savings and Family Foundation uh, we celebrated Man- International Men's Day. Is that you're asking? Yes, I'm asking if you celebrated and um, how did you celebrate? I mean, how you know is it a date for 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 fathers to be happy? You know, I mean, on the other side, when it's Women's International Women's Day, women are using that day to you know voice their Issues, if they have any issues, some are celebrating their accomplishments or whatever it is. Now, for mm-hmm. men who are um, going through a particular situation, because I want to believe that these are men who come together because they have a common interest and a common goal, okay. and are probably going through a similar situation because they've all been alienated from their children, and you know they're so. Uh, you know, and I know that I've heard that there are rallies and there were, you know, different kinds of. Did do you do the men? Do you get to participate? You know, did you get to participate in any events? You know, concerning the you know International Men's Day, or was it a day that you all weren't looking forward to celebrating? I'm just asking. Yes, uh, Alex. Uh, when it comes to uh, International Men's Day, we did celebrate uh, International Men's Day this year and last year, last year okay. as well. Also, we celebrated Father's Day, uh, which is uh, every third Sunday of every June. So uh, what we did was uh, we went to uh, New Delhi at uh, a place, a sea piece, the north place, wherein we all gathered together. We distributed pamphlets. We had a cake-cutting ceremony. And everyone was wearing blue to support uh, the International Men's Day with their most precious group. 
So the International Women's Day is not a very known word, but when it comes to International Women's Day, it is propagated in a way that women are the only ones who are suffering, and International Women's Day needs some recognition as well now. So we've been working on both International Women's Day and Father's Day as well. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I know you're breaking up a little, but um, I can, you know, still hear you. If you're listening, I still see people dialed into the show. If you want to contribute, don't forget, um, use your hand raising effect, press one so I know that you want to speak, and we'll definitely get you into the show. Um, uh, yes, I, I was going to ask you this, though. I do know that sometime this year there was some sort of hunger strike. Right. Um, I don't know if yes. it was organized. I think this was organized by yes, um, and uh, so I guess fathers were basically um, had decided to go on a hunger strike to sort of put forward their kids. Tell me a little bit about that hunger strike. I mean, what was the idea behind it, and what was it seeking to address, and what did it achieve? I just want to you know know what what happened and how it was received. How did people feel about sure. it? Could you tell me a little bit? Sure. Uh, see, uh, the hunger strike uh, uh, was organized by Savian Family Foundation in uh, one of our cities called Bangalore uh, back in okay. March of uh, uh, this year. Now, uh, okay, the kind of indifferent attitude that uh, fathers face uh, from the society and judiciary, uh, we were not, uh, we were paying hefty amounts uh, to support our children, but we were not allowed to see those see our kids. A bunch of fathers decided to sit on a hunger strike, which lasted for 36 hours. And uh, I was a part of that hunger strike. I sat on a hunger strike for 36 hours, which was really difficult for me to sit because I can't stay hungry. But still, for the sake of my mm-hmm. daughter, I, I sat on that uh, hunger strike. However, uh, we got a very good response out in media as well. Media covered it. Um, and we went to our uh, went to um, uh, state uh, child protection uh, forums as well, and we gave memorandums out there in the best interest of children mm-hmm. that we would the children child would need both parents. And uh, it was uh, 30 hours hunger strike, which went very well back in March in Bangalore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you know, it's it's just uh, something struck me while you were talking. You said that you know you, um, you know you pay child support, but yet mm-hmm. you don't get to see your child, your child, or your children. Now that's very weird because, I mean, <laughs> I'm a single mother and I know, you know, what I would do to get child support. Like I would wish, I would. In fact, I'm totally not against my, you know, I'm di- I'm divorced, but I'm not against my child seeing the father if the if father is right. present in his life. So. When I see, when I hear situations like this, it's kind of, um, you know, totally bemusing for me because how, you know, you're, so the man is allowed to support the family, you know, to support his, you know, the family or to support the child and the mother, but then he can't see, and this is, and the the judiciary is okay with this. And I need to ask this so these laws are being um, contested. Is there, what is the reaction that, you know, those in power, is there any reaction from them? Is there any some sort of feeling that some of these um, laws might be redressed or anything? Are you? Is there any feeling? Is there some 
something in their body language that is, you know, letting you know that you might be getting your message across? In India is, uh, once you start paying child support and uh, maintenance for your estranged wife, you definitely mm-hmm. get an order from the court, from the judiciary, uh, wherein you are allowed to see your kids for, say, uh, two hours in, in a month's time, or, say, um, mm-hmm. one hour uh, every fortnight. However, mm-hmm. women, what they doing is, they very happily and kindly would keep the child support money, but would not entertain. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem here is, there is no support system for men wherein a man can walk up to this judge or the court and would say that, well, this woman is not abiding by your orders. Take uh, a punitive actions against her. No one is going to listen to you. So the, oh, wow. the kind of attitude, that's the kind of attitude that we have in our judiciary and that's the kind of hatred that we see uh, for men. Uh, when it comes to uh, support system. Mm. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, you know what? How about we take um, a quick, let's just take a quick musical break. Uh, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Um, this is, um, this is Leaving Like You Do by Romeo Crow. Uh, Romy Crow was a great, uh, sorry, British rock singer, Romy Crow. He was uh, cool. He was a guest on this show sometime in July, I think. Uh, yeah, this is uh, I've been worrying about you. You don't seem to face the Don't worry, 
represents a lot of other men who are going through, um, who are being, you know, who are, who are being alienated from their children, and um, you being one of, you know, the head or the father's right wing. What would be a, um, what would be the ideal resolution for a child whose father is no longer with the mother? How would you paint? What would you? What, what exactly would you? Like for the cost. I mean, if you were, if you had a chance to sort of revise the law, right? What would be an ideal situation for you as a father? What would you wish would be the ideal situation for the child? Who would you? I mean, in this case, this is a very difficult one. I mean, the parents are not together. How would you? Mm-hmm. Where would you want the child to be? With who or how would you like the process to go in an ideal situation? See, uh, the best option, uh, as I, uh, when we started our conversation, uh, I said uh, that a concept of shared parenting is the best option that we have. When we said, uh, even if the parents are divorced, they should meet together mm-hmm. to raise a kid. The kid should not be divorced. We should let what? Right. You said what? The kid, kid should, the kid should not suffer. Even the parents, mm-hmm. even if the parents are divorced. So the sure. best part is the best part is have shared parenting wherein both parents have equal rights and equal responsibilities towards the kid for raising them, mm-hmm. for giving them a better life and a better future. Okay. This part. Okay. And um, hello, are you there? Yes, yes, Alex. Hello, Rohit. Okay, okay, I lost you for a bit. I couldn't hear you for a bit. Okay. Can you hear me? The best, yes, Alex, the best idea is the, the one fighting now is shared parenting. But the 13th okay. Law Commission, as Prasenjit asked the question, 13th Law Commission, Law Commission of India, they uh, asked for um, recommendations from different uh, groups wherein. Uh, they ask recommendations from women's group as well and men's rights groups as well, uh, asking mm-hmm. if shared parenting should be uh, implemented in India. Mm-hmm. And I okay. myself, I went ahead and uh, gave those recommendations to the Law Commission of India, uh, wherein we okay. asked strictly for shared parenting to be involved. And mm-hmm. there were a few additional mm-hmm. points that we added wherein we said that courts must immediately deny alimony to any woman who opposes or indirectly attempts to prevent her separated husband from accessing the parenting children. And also, any attempts by a woman to alienate the child from a father or poison the child's Mm -hmm. mind must be used to deny her custody temporarily or permanently. And shared parenting okay. arrangements. One last mm-hmm. thing, uh, Alex. Shared parenting parenting arrangements must must be default arrangements of parenting, and court's order should be passed and executed if the parent attempts to delay or evade the shared parenting or the court proceedings. So we we mm-hmm. basically are asking our court system, our judges, to uh, take punitive actions against the person who is not abiding by the court orders, be it a man or a woman, because we are trying to get it, get the things in the best interest of children and the best interest of fathers. 
when it comes to India, the kind of society that we are living in India is that fathers are being treated as free ATM machines and sperm donors only. And apart from this, they have no say at all. Mm. Wow. Okay. I, I I like the idea, you know, because that's what I've been thinking. You know, I mean, if you if people were speaking to maybe a, a women's group or women's right groups, and some people might be saying, oh, you know, let the child stay with the mother, or you know, somebody some other parts, even in Africa, even in my country, if a mm-hmm. couple you know get divorced or whatever it is, most times the father wants to take the child. We're not in the motherland, so it's really different here, right? That being said, um, the men seem to have more control here in Africa, well, in my country, Nigeria, than anywhere else. Uh, so, but, you know, in different circumstances, some women are left with, depending on what the situation is, you know, like I'm raising my child myself, so I know, but I can understand. Now, I like the idea when you said, because it's something I noticed in your body, you say you're pro-male, but you're not anti-female, and that's a bit. Um, <laughs> I was trying to catch that. Um, a lot of the times, you say you're pro-male but not anti-female. That's right. Right? If I'm correct. Okay. Because yeah, that that has. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. Sorry. I'm listening. Okay. No, 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 no. I just, uh, that was something I noticed. Okay. Okay. See the problem here is when uh, we. As a men's rights group, when we uh, go to any media debates or media shows, uh, we are being projected as women haters. Like as in, uh, they uh, portray us as people who are, who hate women, and uh, they are, uh, uh, and we are the kind of we are a group of people who want the patriarchal mindset to be um, uh, to keep the patriarchal mindset intact. However, that is not the case at all. We are pro-men, pro-kids, but we don't hate women. We hate women who misuse law. That is plain and simple. Not everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. I understand that perfectly. And that makes a lot of sense. So you're saying you're looking out for the welfare of men. You're not anti-women. It's not about trying to inflict pain on women. It's not about... The law being against women is just that the law should be fair on men, if I get that correctly. There is a reason why I said that, Alex. Because uh, Indian society has always considered the mother to be a better fit and father to be there only for making financial or major family decisions. Mm. They have they they are not able to accept the father. As uh, because in recent times we we've seen uh, fathers are playing a larger role in day-to-day activities of raising their kids, like changing their diapers, getting them ready to school, uh, helping with their mm-hmm. studies, playing games, and thus mm-hmm. they become a role model for the child. While we see mm-hmm. again because in a kind of society wherein a mother's day is being celebrated with huge role. Father's Day is a non-event in the life of Indians, in spite of them playing uh, playing a crucial role in the life of their children. And that is the reason why we have why we felt this need why we felt the need of uh, father's rights wing, wherein we help uh, alienated fathers, uh, mm-hmm. help people who are committing suicide. 
the, the kind of the number of uh, mm-hmm. suicides in India is skyrocketing. The National Crime Records mm-hmm. Bureau, which is the official uh, data provider for our government of India, says that mm-hmm. every year 65,000 plus married years in comparison to 32,000 women. Mm-hmm. The kind of uh, lives that we are losing on, I, we don't appreciate it. We want people to live. We want people to live happily with their kids, even if the parents are divorced. They both should have access, equal access to the children. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I took the people dialed into the show. If you want to contribute, don't forget the number to dial is plus one two one five three eight three three seven six six, and make sure to make sure to use your hand raising effect. Press one so that we know that you want to speak. Um, it's been a pretty really engaging conversation with my guest Red Gadara. He's been sharing and enlightening us with some of the issues that are happening right there in India, especially with men who. Um, are being alienated and being victimized by the gender bias law in India. Um, you know, um, you know what, Rory? How about we take just another take another break? We'll be back soon. Don't go anywhere. Sure. Okay. Okay. Kilby was a guest in the show in August. I think he actually was a guest. British singer, 
Michael Kilday, uh, Mr. Falcon Spy. Um, you know, we're almost rounding up uh, today's show, and, oh, you know, I'm feeling a little, but it's been such a pretty interesting conversation, you know, speaking to my very special guest, Roy Kader, all the way from India, and, you know, it's just amazing of him to be live here, uh, especially, you know, with the time difference and all, uh, but, you know, we're very, very appreciative of his, you know, contribution to the show and just enlightening us and sharing so much um, information with us, you know, a lot of things that I personally know and I'm sure a lot of people who are listening into the show and in the chat room right now. Um, now, um, um, hello, Rohit, are you there? Yes, Alex, I'm right here. Okay, okay, okay. I have two more questions for you just before I let you go. I know it's very late, so you're already for you. Um, but, you know, let me just ask you this, and this is what sent to me um, in the chat room. Um, do you do you feel like, um, you know, especially with the Save in Your um, Foundation, right, do you feel like there are some no good, and this is coming from Bumi, Bumi all the way in Lagos, Nigeria, to say, do you feel like there are some no good men who would take advantage of a good cause? Um, how do you prove that? Everyone who says they are a victim are truly a victim. Um, did you did you get that did you get that question? Uh, no, I, I, your voice broke up there, Alex. I couldn't get completely. Could you please repeat that for me for once? Okay, okay. Let me repeat the question again. She's saying, how do she saying? Do you feel like there are some men who are there are some no good men who would take advantage of a good cause? Now, how do you prove that everyone who says they're a victim are truly a victim? I think that the question she's really asking is that um, with the Save Indian Foundation, you know, it's supporting men, it's being supported to men who have, you know, been victimized or who have undergone some form of um, victimization by the law, you know, from relationships and who have had forced cases. Because, I mean, I've had two of your colleagues on this show before, and some of them have shared their own story of what's going on in India and how some people are falsely, you know, there's some false cases filed against a lot of men, um, mm-hmm. either rape, you know, false rape cases or whatever it is, or domestic abuse or all of that. But my question, okay. I think the question she's asking is, um, which is, you know, there are a lot of people who have, there are a lot of false cases that might have been filed against lots of men, some men, and are being victimized because of that. But could there also be a situation where some people are taking advantage of these cases? Are there cases where some men actually are guilty of those offenses and are taking advantage of a good cause like the Save India Foundation or Confidere to hide behind the support of men who are really being victimized. Have you experienced okay. any form of those kind of situations? Now, Alex, uh, okay, let me answer this. Uh, when when someone asks me if, if in case there are people as well who would uh, take advantage of this good cause, this I get a thick mm-hmm. smell of misandry, which is male hatred. Now, when you t- when you speak to any women organization or any when a single person who would say a woman is wrong, women can come. Sorry, mm-hmm. no, no woman, no feminist group or a women's organization would ever say that a woman is wrong or a woman can commit crime. Now, 
when it comes to saving in family foundation we we deal with people there might be instances at the back end we are not aware of as to they are true or in, if they are right or wrong our mm-hmm. prime motive is shared parenting wherein the kids should not suffer and the father okay. should get to spend time with the kids see the dispute okay. can, uh, the relationship can go sour with anyone it can be husband wife brother sister father mother anyone but kids should not okay. suffer and the fathers who are actually paying for the child support who are biological fathers who are being treated as free atm machines and sperm donors they should at least get to see their kids Okay. So this is a prime uh, Okay. 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 I hope all these questions are and I understand what you're saying, right? I think that the question is, you know, I understand what you're saying, which is that your focus is on making sure that the children aren't suffering. So whatever the personal issues are, whatever the offenses or the crimes or whatever is being filed is something separate. The most important part is the the um the 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 child shouldn't be on the receiving end, right? I mean, there's a third party involved, which is the child. If there's a child, so that child should still have some portion of both parents. If I'm not correct, that's what you're saying. Okay, okay, I get that. I get that. Um, you know, I I think why people like why people will ask this kind of question, especially like I said, in a society like this, you know, um, usually if for example, someone is again. I don't understand the, the legalities and all of that, but in a situation, if for example, a parent is abusive, whether it is the mother or the father, if the mother mm-hmm. is abusive, um, I would think if the mother is abusive, for example, the woman is abusive, I would think that yes, it would be nice for her to sit in it, but I would think that the father might want to protect the child away from an abusive parent, with an abusive parent. But, you know, and if it was the other way around, you know, the mother would want to protect the child from an abusive parent. But I understand, you know, that in that which way, the child still needs to have both parents in their in that child's life to be able to, you know, um, get better. I get what you're saying. Okay. Um, well, you know, it's been a very um, interesting conversation. I've enjoyed really, really, you know, talking to you. But just before we let you go, um, what advice would you have for men who are going through uh this sort of situation, men who are going through what you're going through, or what the men who have come to save in your foundation are going through, but do not have no, nowhere to go. Because a lot of people who are listening right now who may be going through the same thing, who are alienated from their children and don't know what to do, or maybe haven't even heard of saving their or maybe don't know who to call or how to go about this. What last form of advice, what advice would you leave for them? What would you say to them, you know, just before after you? Uh, well, for everyone uh, who's listening out there, and if in case they are facing the same problems, if they are uh, alienated from their kids, first thing first, I would wish to tell them, do not lose your calm. Because I've seen numerous people committing suicide. Please do not do that. Committing suicide is no solution to any problem at all. Stay safe. Stay safe. Fight for the for your rights. Fight for your kids. Mm-hmm. If in case you find any problem, Saving in Family Foundation is there. With you can visit our website, which is www. 
saveindianfamily.org. You will find the helpline numbers out there. You can call us. You can call our counselors and can get to know what needs to be done in a particular situation. But please don't give up on life. Your kids mm. deserve both parents. Mm. Mm. Thank you so, 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 so much for that. You're very right. <laughs> um, don't take your own life. If you need support, just uh, go to www.saveindiafamily.org. Yes. Thank you so much, Rohit. Thank you so, so much. I know I've kept you awake and you probably need to, you know, uh, go catch some good sleep. But it's been fun just having you on the show and, you know, just sharing a bit of what you're going through. And just know that we're here supporting you. I think you're doing an awesome job. Um, you're doing such an awesome job just standing up for men and supporting men, you know, who don't have a voice and men whose voice, you know, are being silenced by you know just by the lore so what you're doing is a good you know it's a good thing um thank you so much for you know sticking up for this uh for you know for people who are going through what you're going through and i hope that there's some sort of resolution soon that they can actually allow there to be some sort of shared parenting so that at least you can be actively involved in your child's life and all these other men can get to you know, be, you know, in the lives of their own children as well. So thank you so much. And I would love for you to come back on the show again some other time. You know, we sure. never know. You know, so thank you so, thank you thank so, you so much, much, Alex. Pleasure is all mine. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Love talking to you. I enjoy talking to you too. Thank you so much. And please have a, uh, do I say good night? No, good morning. <laughs> good morning. <Lydia. laughs> thank you so <laughs> Thank you so much. You, have a great day. Enjoy have- the rest of your day. Thank you. You have a restful night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, you too. Bye. Okay, guys. Uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, this was such an interesting conversation with my guest, Rohitsita. And we talked about so many things. We talked about the 498, uh, the section 498A, you know, uh, the dowry law. And we talked about so many things. You know, he shared his own experience, what he's been going through and what all these other men are going through. And I think it's such an amazing thing that, you know, the Save India um, Family Foundation is doing for these men who are, you know, being battered and um, victimized and alienated from the lives of their own children. Well, guys, don't forget, you have to tune in on Friday Radio Special. It is the mother of all parties. (laughs) It's the mother of all parties, trust me. Like I said, just at the beginning of the show, if you're just tuning in, we're having back 16 of our former guests. Yes, we're bringing back 16 influential guests from seven different countries from around the world, live here on the Naked Talk with Alex Okroji. I don't think it's ever been done before, and we're going to definitely be having a cocktail of experiences, and we're celebrating growth and accomplishment on the show. We're going to be flashing back some of the you know conversations that we've had, and just you know, check it up with everyone else and trying to find out what everyone else has accomplished since the last time I spoke with them. So this is pretty going to be interesting. Don't forget to tell someone to tell someone to tell someone. You have to be here live, 9 p.m. GMT, wherever check your local time zone. Uh, that's 10 p.m. WAT if you're in Nigeria, if you're in Nigeria or in West Africa. Uh, 1, um, 11 p.m. CAT, Central African time. Uh, 1 p.m. PST. 4 p.m. EST. Oh, please check your local time zone. 
don't forget you should be like you're worth having musicians, actors, writers, authors, name it. Citizens advocate. We're having so many people from different countries, from the United States, from the UK, from South Africa, from Germany, from Nigeria, from different parts of the world, and it's going to be a really fun, fun show. Thank you so much. Don't forget if you need to. You know, send your messages and your contributions, your thoughts to the naked talk at gmail.com. And you can go to my official website at www.alexocurity.me. Don't forget to click the contact to contact me. Or, yes, uh, make sure you, you know, for Ask Alex Free Advice Friday, Free Advice Friday, I'm available. Uh, we can talk. Yes, yes, yes. If you want some talk therapy, I'm good to go. And I can help you get clarity in all your personal and professional concerns. Now tomorrow is tomorrow's thank 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 thankful Thursday. <laughs> tomorrow's thankful Thursday. And of course for thankful Thursday it's the actual anniversary of the show. I'm definitely gonna be giving away some of my books. Yes, I'm gonna be a copy of my books. All you have to do is hashtag first anniversary. Just hashtag the naked talk first anniversary. Hashtag the naked talk tweet at me, tweet at Alex Okoroji. Hashtag Naked Talk First Anniversary, and I will be sending you a copy of my new book, The Naked Truth Live Strip. And believe me, that is one book you definitely want to have for this holiday season. It's great to you know grab yourself a book, get some wisdom in. This is an intimate, relatable book that would help you get wisdom for those who are struggling to accept who they really are, what love is, what lies, different aspects of their career and their life. And believe me, you need to get out of that denial. You need to get out of that denial. This is the one book. It's a weedy book, very funny. There are real, you know, aspects of this you definitely would connect to, will, would connect to, and um, I can't wait for you to read it. So, yes, tomorrow is Thankful Thursday. Don't forget Follow me on Twitter. Tweet at Alex Okoroji with the hashtag, the Naked Talk First Anniversary, and I will contact you and you'll be getting a copy of my ebook, The Naked Truth Live Stream. I am so happy. I can't wait for Friday Radio Special. Can't wait to connect with my guests and party on the show. And guess what? Might be having a live unplugged performance here on the show. Uh, it's been an amazing day. I love you guys. Don't forget, expression is a sign of strength, not weakness. Do not apologize for being who you really are. It's okay to be who you are. You shouldn't apologize for your thoughts, for your feelings, for your actions. And don't forget, it's all about keeping it real. We're not ashamed to tell it like it is. So, guys, so we'll come back same time on Friday Radio Special. I love you. I really, 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 really love you. <laughs> I'll always love you. Have a good day.
listening to The Naked Talk with Alex Okorochi.